0: Good evening, everyone, my cosmic beings, brothers and sisters all over the world, extending your energy of light all around you in that beautiful aura, baby. We are in a beautiful time. I hope you are enjoying this roller coaster of a cosmic ride and receiving these downloads and upgrading and downloading more information on how we are moving forward in the fifth dimension because... Baby, let me tell you, we are there. We are so there. So taking that deep breath and exhale it all out. (sighs) And feel that beauty come in. Feel that beauty come in. So today we'll be talking about an animal totem of one of the animal totems that have been coming to me for the last maybe week or so. In my dreams, I receive a lot of dreams. A lot of them are prophetic of you know, things that are coming, um, things that are related to our situations as human and what we are flowing through. And these uh, different events that are ahead of us also reference to things that are uh, from the past. Because one of the things that we know in our traditions You know, as shamans, which we all are light beings of cosmic energy and our magic is the power of intuition. As a star human, what we are, we have the ability to look back into time and also reference forward in time to understand our present day situations. So here we have an animal totem that I love actually, I love studying about this animal, which is the octopus. It's very, very connected to the Capricorn energy and, and the understanding of the octopus and the functions of it. So what I did is did a little bit of research on the octopus, because like I said, a huge octopus came to me in my dreams. It was sitting at the bottom of the sea, communicating with me telepathically, sort of shooting out these cosmic codes and these numbers and these frequencies and and, and giving me understanding and and giving me information moving forward. So what I like to do is go to my oracle and I am a Iwo practitioner of Ifa, so I like to consult with the Ifa oracle and the orishas and my ancestors to really really bring out the clarity of what this octopus means for me my destiny as well as for those that are around me in my community those that i am meant to serve uh, and those that are um, also on the path of enlightenment this could also resonate with you so i would start here by saying uh, when i sat down with the oracle Ifa uh, sort of give, gave me a, a, a sneak peek on the octopus as a reference to the questions that I asked. And Ifa was saying that the octopus is actually a part of our blood lineages. Um, a lot of us uh, here on the land, uh, as land dwellers, we were once uh, ocean dwellers. We were once uh, a lineage or ancestor of the realm of Olokun. And so the Rambo Volokun is the deep, the very, very deep waters of the ocean, and this is also where a lot of the ancestors would uh, jump when they uh, refused to uh, be shipped over into slavery. So they jumped, and their spirits were um, ejected from them, and they were transmuted into specific underwater creatures, and this is the realm of Olokun, which is a very, very vast orisha. Uh, And this energy is actually reaching out to us. Uh, Right now, what we're going through, it is our past life DNA that is stored in the consciousness of the octopus. We're actually being upgraded to a higher level of consciousness to do our life purpose with our gifts through the heart chakra very very amazing I thought that was I was like whoa when I heard that I was like oh okay you know let's get it you know and so uh, some of the cool things about an octopus is that octopus have blue blood they have three hearts and they also have a donut shaped brain I also found out that they have uh, nine brains in total eight are in each tentacle they actually function separately they're their own thing And they all work collectively to be processed inside of the night brain, which is in the head, Uh, which just like us, you know, we are meant to be multi-discipline multidisciplinary style humans, uh, hybrid humans that are able to tap into higher levels of consciousness to solve higher levels of problems for the planet. it's talking about the entire planet, not just the human affairs and, you know, social media and, you know, looking cute and looking good, which is, that's a part of, you know, uh, our, you know, dwellings and our activities as human. But ultimately we were meant to be uh, sort of uh very very um uh high frequency based where we can sort of like diversify ourselves for any situation sort of adapt to anything so we are hybrid be- beings experiencing human experiences here on the earth meaning we are spirit first and we incarnated here on earth to have a human experience this explains the blue blood the original earth born chromosome the three hearts is the totem of polygamy and its polygamy would be reference to a polygamous way of doing things meaning a polyrhythm in um drumming or in uh, music uh there are such things as polyrhythms that us drummers we study and this is reference to the quantum realm of how we are able to bend time and space with understanding the multi ways of drumming and, and sound frequencies. We're also able to do this, this same exact technique inside of our families and relationships, as well as have you reference to polygamy as being of relationships, um, having uh, partnerships with three or more people. Uh, we are balancing out frequencies and balancing out a, a harmony for the entire family looking forward and expanding a community. This is all in a way of support and unconditional love. And it's the ability to love unconditionally with no demands or expectations from our previous programming and ideas of relationships. A lot of our relationships are based around religion. And a lot of our religions are based around limitations. You know, um, So a lot of these things that we are deprogramming ourselves right now, we're going through a lot of different shifts and changes. A lot of them don't feel good. Um, I noticed uh, during this time um, a lot of people are having their Saturn returns uh, during a Saturn retrograde, so um, it doesn't feel good, you know, It's, it's it's like layers and layers and layers of lies that have to peel itself back, you know, so that we can actually ascend to our higher selves and, you know, really live our good life, you know, live that good life, you know. And so, um, let's just make sure we see our friends, family, partners, or even if ourselves, we are going through this. Let's just make sure we send love out. You know, it's, nothing's more powerful than the vibration of love. So that's what we want to push out during this time. Also, this is the ability to heal and process the healing codes with a deep love of the self and others. The brain that is shaped like a doughnut inside of this octopus could symbolize the sweetness that the goddess Oshun, is an Orisha Oshun the goddess of harmony, love and balance brings of a union of the souls through unconditional love and ceremony a lot of times when we're doing our ceremony, we have a ceremony that we do, we travel with all over the world it's called walk with the shaman you can also visit us at walkwiththeshaman.com uh, we like to look at our ceremonies when we sit in a circle as a symbiotic, symbiotic uh, feel of synchronization, of bringing a community community together for extreme expanded healing. So this is uh, this circle concept and, and like the circle of life, all things move in a unison. We always have ebb and flows and there's always a yin and yang balance to life as we are able to do this. If when we Uh, Actually accept the understanding of being in the flow state. This also symbolizes a ring or a marriage, a new relationship that could uh, be uh, coming into our fields very soon within now and uh, between now and next year that goes beyond the physical though we're talking about a relationship that's a soul relationship it goes far beyond the physical of what we should look like you know even when we wake up and we are not our cutest you know that loved one look at us and they can see us for who we are through the twinkles of the of the beauty of our eyes and they can see our souls in a very very deep place they have what i like to call uh inexhaustible patience you know when we actually are going through things this is a true love this is the souls the 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 love of the souls that are returning um to collect themselves they, they're trying to build a soul tribe and, and bring it all together um this is a beautiful thing so this is the union like i said this is the union of spiritual souls traveling through the universe to find its soul double or twin so we're actually out here looking for ourselves in this 5D. We're looking for that 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 partnership with that soul double, that one that really gets us on a soul level, you know, and that's very rare because we do have a soul family that incarnates here on the planet. And um, we've always battled and went through struggles and bad relationships, you know, and near-death experiences just to find that, that love. That's a gravitational pull that we're pulling towards them. It's when it comes to soul uh, uh, relationships, you're either pulling towards it or you're 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 moving away, you know. And either way is okay, you know. That's life, you know. There's ups and downs, there's ebbs ebbs and flows, and this is the balance and how we actually function as vibratory beings. Uh, these soul uh, uh, relationships, they will also be your opposites. They will not be like you. It's very, very clear. They will be very, very opposite from you. You may not agree with a lot of things, you know. It may seem like, you know, how in the world is my soul a partner when we don't agree with nothing. It's because most of what we have been taught being here as soul beings are in a physical concept of a religion or some sort of program that was literally conditioned into us as children so we have been sort of tampered with with our belief system and and smeared of our own innate ability to decide within our own higher self what's best for us so most of us are coming into these relationships with these strict rules and being bosses and you know um we are we want to manage everything and control everything but when it comes to a soul love there is no control there's no need for it it's just only unconditional love of the flow it's a flow state so you intuitively can pick up you know if your partner needs something or your partner can see that into you you don't look for problems or situations it just flows it's just natural and it's just balance I really 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 truly truly for you all that are listening um, uh, what, what I just love I just can't wait if you have already experienced this type of love it's a blessing it's and i actually send many blessings out to all of you and i wish you the best on that because i want everyone to experience this experience of unconditional love because i can tell you it's on another level it is something beyond our imagination most of us can't even imagine the feeling of it because we've never been experienced uh we never experienced it or we have never been exposed to it you know so it's a it's a huge culture shock for us so it's best that's why i say it's it's really good during this time to stay open because you really never know you may run into your soul twin but they may already be there and they just may overnight just wake up and just realize that (laughs) that person has been with you all uh, been with you for such a long time person that has always you know been there for you they never complain they love you no matter what they may be your partner and sometimes we're always looking outside of ourselves to find ourselves but the main partner may be right there it's always right there in our noses and that's the beauty of being having a soul love okay so um but the fact that that the soul twins and the soul doubles are opposites that's the reason why it works you know and even in the gravitational pull you know there has to be a hot and a cold for it to be balanced there has to be a push pull for it to work you know, there has to be uh, the frequency or a gravitational pull of electricity that is opposite poles for it to actually have a center balance of clarity and understanding or a power source that's very unique. You know, a lot of times in relationships, we want everything to go our way. You know, and that's the truth. You know, we are, I've been like that before. We want to control it all. We want people to be just like us. and. You know, we think that that's how it works, but, you know, in the world of astrology, we know differently, you know, everything is energetic, you know, so signs of uh, it because they're on the opposite side of the Zodiac wheel is the reason why they will balance themselves out. You know, it's the most powerful thing. So always, uh, I would say reference to your own astrological chart um, and find that place uh, in your relationship houses. Uh, one of them you can look inside of your uh, fifth house and your seventh house and it gives you a little bit of that information. You look at the opposite of that and it'll tell you possibly where your love could be uh, coming from if, if they're already there. Um, there's another thing I would like to mention. Binding is different from the word bunding, and I'll explain why. Binding is a technique that most of us are using inside of relationships, including dark psychology to manipulate and control to have our way. And that is not how relationships work. Relationships are a push-pull. Relationships are a give and receive. It's all based around a law of reciprocity, which is an actual law. It's a law of the universe. And so when we're binding, we're breaking uh, the laws of the universe just to get what we want meaning we're not willing to actually sacrifice or make changes to ourselves to actually become the harmonic energy and reference for that type of relationship that we're looking for meaning we must change us, the inside of us in order for the change outside of us to now be available if that makes sense so binding is a different technique than bonding binding is fueled around control of others and there's no fairness just control to fulfill a personal gain or desire or feed the illusion of the illusion of something that is lacking within the self but a bonding phase is the approach of what I like to call Wu Wei the art of flow the middle way unconditional love the essence of the Great Mother the Tao this sustains all things forever and there is no problems in this space because it is true love frequency It is true to itself and it is of the great goddess energy they call this the great mystery or the divine way bonding takes time love trust and patience in the entire process of building or creating something that is meant to last it's like water Water can be poured in any object, and it takes the form of all things that it is put into. It doesn't look to force change or know anything because it is the all-knowing. It simply moves quietly through life, finding the most lowest humble spots on earth to nourish and give its everlasting gifts to all that it is meant to serve. Referencing to the octopus again. The octopus teaches us this concept as spiritual seekers and keepers of the mysteries, which I love to call the Awo. Each arm is capable of acting independently, able to taste, touch, and move without direction. The centralized brain is able to break down the modems of control this is the concept of the temple we are creating right now and the temple will be the temple of our sacred space it is our homes it is our bodies our bodies is the first temple and therefore we are able to exuberate the energy inside of any given temple that we step into this is the foundation and the framework of love Oshun, the great goddess of fertility love and balance and harmony teaches us to shape shift like the octopus, the ability to change colors with our situations, but also to be able to change our structures, our rigid forms, and not to ever become hard and rigid in our thinking patterns and belief systems. As the earth is constantly shifting and changing its form, so shall we learn to adapt and become open and flexible. The octopus has nine brains. Each brain is inside of its eight legs plus one in its head, like we spoke about earlier. The legs work independently of each other, creating a self-sufficiency, a self-sufficient way to solve problems, and the main brain is the center of processing all of this information. When it all works in unison with itself, it is the most intelligent vertebrae on our planet, yet the most mysterious as we are when we remove all self limitations doubt and we allow ourselves moving out of our own way we allow ourselves to live in pure abundance of what is the highest potential of we what we can become and this is one thing that i would like to share and i thank you so much for tuning in and remember to always live in your highest frequency through your heart chakra just as the octopus has many hearts and it has many brains and many ways to process information for sol- solving many problems. So can we, when we apply patience and unconditional love to all of our situations. inexhaustible patience comes within the self-love of healing thyself. Thank you so much. Again, I am Oba Shangawale, and I wish you happy blessings, peace, love, prosperity, wealth, and health.